1: What is your favorite Girl Scout cookie? The question could not be simpler, and your answer is going to be pretty easy, too. 651 641 1071. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the third hour of the Colleen and Bradley Show, Thursday, March 3rd, just after two o'clock. I'm Bradley. That's Holly. That's Brian. Brian's ready to take your calls. 651 641 1071. You can drop us an email. You can drop us a tweet at Bradley Trainer at Holly D. Roberts. Brian, I don't know what your tweet uh handle is do you tweet yeah here and there and i just mainly retweet stuff all right yeah all right you want to if you want to give us your uh, twitter handle yeah it's at kb winger All Alright, your favorite Girl Scout cookie. Holly, you're probably wondering, why are we asking?
0: Geez, Bradley, why are we asking? Oh,
1: thanks for asking. About Girl Scout cookies. Mm. Because, well, um, a friend of mine dropped off a bunch of Girl Scout cookies. She had leftovers. And by leftovers, I mean, she asked us what we wanted. And we were like, oh, we'll take this and this. And she gave us five boxes.
0: Well, you have a lovely friend.
1: Everybody should have a friend who's willing to drop off five boxes of Girl Scout cookies. Um, and that's exactly what she did. Now we didn't get one of every flavor, obviously, because I think there's like 12 flavors currently. There's a lot of flavors of Girl Scout cookies. And um, Holly, there are a couple new ones. Um, well, I shouldn't say ones that I've yet to try.
0: New to you flavors. Yeah, and
1: we can talk about those too, but then there's the old standbys, obviously, thin mints, dosi dos, those peanut butter ones, the caramel delights, or sometimes known as Samoas. Um, you know, regular old uh I think there's like a chocolate chip, caramel chocolate chip. I don't think I've had that one. But lots of other ones, 651-641-1071. Holly, do you have a favorite Girl Scout cookie? It.
0: it I'm very basic, Bradley. It's, You're not alone. It's the good old-fashioned caramel delight.
1: Oh, okay. So caramel delights... Or Samoas, however you know them. That's your favorite.
0: That is my favorite. I will crush those. I will eat all of them. And I will not have a single regret about doing it.
1: And that's for those of you who somehow live under a rock and have never had a Caramel Delight or Samoa. I um, mean it depends on where you live. That's how they'll be. Because I think in one part of the country, it's Caramel Delights. And another one, it's just Samoas. Yeah. Crisp cookies with caramel, coconut and chocolatey stripes. Um. They kind of look like the fudge the fudge, the fudge striped cookies, Keebler fudge stripes with a layer of caramel and coconut.
0: Oh,
1: they're so good.
0: Friends out there, drop off a box,
1: please. Yes. Or go buy some Girl Scout cookies oh, that's we, true. You know we have that worksheet. that uh form over by the uh microwave yeah that is true trisha's on the phone should we go to trisha and see what she thinks about girl scout cookies hey trisha what's your favorite girl scout cookie i love them all you love them all
0: i gotta go with peanut butter
1: all right so when you say peanut butter do you mean the peanut butter patties or like the peanut butter sandwich cookies
0: peanut butter patty. Ah. You
1: put those babies in the freezer and then when you're having a little
0: craving, you just
1: don't feel so bad just having a half a one. A, a half a one? Who has a half a cookie? <laughs> Do you eat a half a cookie?
0: Those things are small, half girl.
1: Trisha, know, you're my hero because <laughs> I could never eat half a cookie, much less half a sleeve of cookies. Trisha, thank you so much for peanut butter Love patties. You Love you, too. Love you Peanut butter patties, also known as tag-alongs, again, mm-hmm. depending on where you live in the country. And
0: that's the one that's covered in chocolate, and then it has the peanut butter layer, and then it's all on top of a cookie.
1: Yeah, it's got like a crispy cookie layered with some peanut butter. I actually, of the peanut butter cookies, I prefer the old um dose the peanut butter sandwich cookies. Same. They're kind of like an oatmeal sandwich cookie uh, with with the peanut butter filling. Mm-hmm. Those just like scream.
0: Yeah, and it has like that little peanut butter nipple. Right in the middle.
1: Okay, we didn't need to call it a nipple, <laughs> but sure, sure. You know, whatever works for you, Brian. Do you have a favorite Girl Scout cookie? Yeah, I mean, kind of controversial, but Ooh. I like Thin Mints. That Brian, Brian, that is not controversial no. but at all. No, what I like to do with them, I put them in the freezer so yeah. they're nice and cold. Next That's level. not
0: controversial. That's
1: how we do them in my house, Brian. Uh-huh. Yeah, one hundred percent. Every year, you know, this is the first year we did not do Thin Mints. Because my friend didn't put them in the box. I could have ordered my own. But some years I try to avoid. Um, But usually, I feel like every year, usually end up finding Girl Scout cookies, right? Without too much work. But yeah, Thin Mints are... I would say Thin Mints are my classic, 100% standard favorite Girl Scout cookie. Thin Mints, um, certainly. I'm really excited this year to try... Have either of you tried the new Adventureful cookie? yes i have oh holly okay so brian hasn't and he might not even know what it's like and i bet there are some listeners out there too who aren't familiar with this adventureful cookie can you describe the cookie for us holly
0: sure it's a chocolate cookie with a caramel center and by caramel center it's big and then there are chocolate stripes on top of it now being a Girl Scout cookie purist that I am, because it is either Caramel Delights or Thin Mints in the freezer, just like Brian likes to have them, yeah. I was skeptical about Adventure Fools. I was like, I don't know, is it more Adventure full or Adventure Meh? Adventure Meh. Well, the only well, way to find out, it's actually really good. I I can recommend Adventure Fools.
1: Okay, so my question is, is the Adventure chewy, crispy? Like, what's the consistency of the cookie?
0: The cookie is crispy. The middle part is is semi-soft
1: okay Mm -hmm. and it looks like for the listener maybe not quite a thumbprint cookie but like like a pool of caramel in the middle yes but it looks like kind of like not caramely caramel but maybe creamy caramel
0: yeah it's creamy because
1: it's not hard it does say topped with caramel. See, I just said caramel, but caramel. Caramel-flavored creme. creme. It's French. It's, <laughs> it's got so that little accent. It's creme. so fancy. It's uh, caramel cream, let's be real, with a uh-huh. hint of sea salt. Oh, so fancy. Mm. These do look bomb, though. Don't they look good? Yeah. I do. I, I want to tell you, I do have a box of those waiting. We have not tried them. So, uh, Holly, thank you for the heads up on the Adventurefuls. There are some other ones, too. I have never had the chance... To try, at least I don't think I've tried the Toastier. Have either of you had that one? It's yummy toast-shaped cookies full of French toast flavor dipped in delicious icing. It looks like a piece of toast on one side, and then on the other side it has like an icing.
0: Toastiers are actually Mm. pretty good. Okay. Yeah, again, it's one of those things where you stray from your old reliables and you try something new, and the Toastier... It's absolutely worth it. You'll be good if you put some buttercream frosting oh and you God. made a toastier sandwich with two of the okay, cookies. now you're going next
1: level, Holly. <laughs> I got to go buy buttercream icing? Well, yeah. Okay, all right.
0: I mean, do I have to twist your arm to do that? I mean, you that? could.
1: Let's be clear: if you got buttercream icing, you could dip any of these cookies. Oh. in there. I'm not going to complain at all about any of them. <laughs> um, there's a s'more cookie that uh, I know I've had because I think we tried them on the show, and then the lemonades cookie, which is sort of like a shortbread cookie with a lemon icing. I think we've tried those as well.
0: I mean, really, is there a bad Girl Scout cookie?
1: Well, okay. Not bad, but I will say the first cookie we tried out of this box that uh, my friend Callie dropped off, the shortbread, you know, or you might know them as trefoils or I don't know if it's French either, but we (laughs) always said trefoils. It's the one with like the Girl Scout logo on it. Mm -hmm. It didn't. I mean, it tasted just like animal crackers. It didn't taste that good. Oh, so We still ate the whole box. Yeah.
0: (laughs) That being said.
1: I mean, see, these would be the ones to like dip in some. Yes. Yes. Actually, you know, what we did is we had um, fruit and uh, yogurt and I just crumbled them up on top of my fruit and yogurt.
0: Also fancy with your French uh,
1: cookies. It was very, very nice. Not (laughs) fancy at all. We did get a a, a, uh, email from Beth who said the lemonades cookie were her favorite. And again, those are just like a lemony shortbread cookie with some uh, icing on them as well.
0: Oh, well, we need to find some Girl Scouts. I hope everyone can find a Girl Scout and you can get your cookie on.
1: May you find a Girl Scout in your future when we return. Oh, God, it's just a heavy day. There is a (sighs) lot of negative news, but we are going to tell the story about Marilyn Manson's lawsuit. We're going to get the Cobra gang together for this one. I promise it'll be worthwhile. Trust me, you're going to learn something. And also, you're going to be kind of a little, but maybe we'll talk about cookies again. I don't know. Come back to the Colleen and Bradley show right here on my Talk 107.1. All right, we got to talk about this lawsuit Marilyn Manson has brought. Uh, good afternoon and welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show on my Talk 107.1. But to do so, let's get the Cobra Gang together because I'm not quite sure what's going on. Whenever there's trouble, when on the double, we're the Cobra, Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got So just as a documentary um, called Phoenix Rising slated to premiere on HBO on the 15th in a couple weeks, uh, which is directed by Amy Berg, which chronicles Evan Rachel Wood's accusations against Marilyn Manson, um, that is about to happen. And just as about that's happening, Marilyn Manson, that is Brian Warner, who is the actual Marilyn Manson or the. Person playing the character of Marilyn Manson. I'm just going to say Marilyn Manson because yeah, that, that works. The, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, he filed a complaint with L.A. Superior Court yesterday, accusing Evan Rachel Wood and her friend Ilma Gore of casting him as a quote rapist and abuser which he says is a, quote, malicious falsehood that has derailed his successful music, TV, and film career. And then he goes on to detail what he says is a conspiracy by the two women to take him down. And again, Holly, I say that because, or I say that happened as we're just a couple weeks away from this documentary. Does the timing seem interesting to you? Hmm.
0: Bradley, yes. Yes, the timing is extremely interesting. My read on this timing of Marilyn Manson's lawsuit is that he doesn't want Evan Rachel Woods' documentary to see the light of day.
1: Yeah, doesn't want it to see the light of day. And even if it did see the light of day, there would be this counter-narrative out there to push back against some of the things this documentary outlines. And Holly, in this lawsuit, he claims... That they both impersonated an FBI agent to give, and he's got like some, I don't want to say receipts, but like some details that I'm just like, what is going on here? Okay, so he says that the two of them, that is Evan Rachel Wood and this Ms. Um, Gore, what's her first name again? Ilma Ilma Gore. Provided, uh, let's see impersonated rather an FBI agent to give the appearance that a federal investigation into Merrill Manson's alleged crimes was ongoing. They allegedly sent those letters from this fake agent to women who would go on later to make public allegations against him, suggesting that they were in danger, meaning the letter suggested they were in danger. Uh, Meryl Manson also claims in this lawsuit that those two women provided checklists and scripts to prospective accusers, Uh, And that they made false statements to these women, including defamatory claims that he filmed uh, a sexual assault of a minor. So that's pretty significant and pretty detailed. Right, Holly? Right. I don't know if you have any initial reactions to the things he's claiming in this lawsuit or how. I mean, I'm not expecting you to, like, have done a lot of research on this. But does anything strike you in Uh this particular lawsuit?
0: You know, I think the thing that's striking me the most about this lawsuit is the timing of the lawsuit. It's the fact that Marilyn Manson is coming forth with this lawsuit right before this Phoenix Rising is going to be released on HBO. It's coming out March 15th. That is less than two weeks away. And Evan Rachel Wood is actually coming out with specifics of a story that she's been telling publicly for years including but not limited to in front of Congress. She testified in 2018 in front of a House Judiciary Subcommittee to advocate for the Sexual Assault Survivors Bill of Rights Act. So she's been very vocal and forward about it. Now, she did not, I believe in that she did not specifically name Marilyn Manson as the person Mm -hmm. uh, who did these things to her. But I just, it the seem, uh,
1: I, uh. It's hard, right? Because hard. again, he's very specific. But, you know, as yeah. I was reading this, I was like, and, and look, I don't know. I mean, I haven't done like a huge investigation on this. I'm just reading the report of the report. Mm-hmm, what but we my, do. my, 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 my first reaction is like, well, I I could see him filing a lawsuit that, sure, you can uh, manipulate the facts or maneuver the facts around in such a way that it makes it look kind of shady what they were doing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe they were doing some of the things he claims, but in the service of the allegations that they made against him, meaning that they weren't necessarily trying to or they weren't like lying or like creating something out of whole cloth. They were trying to get as much evidence against him or Come, uh, you know, come up with more information about allegations that they'd heard about. Like what I'm saying is one person's, you know, maniacal maneuvering is another person's
0: data collecting
1: advocacy, data collection, whatever, you know, however seemingly insignificant or I shouldn't say insignificant a uh, like the motives. We don't know the motives like sure he might have the actions correct, but we don't know the motives Mm -hmm. and what it was in service of Mm -hmm. and ultimately when when he goes on in this complaint, or I should say not in the complaint, but in an Instagram post, he said quote, and this always raises my like the hairs on the back of my head when people say this, there will come a time when I can share more about the events of the past year. Hmm. You know, like when people accused of stuff are like, I wish I could tell you what's really going on.
0: And Marilyn Manson said this on social media. This is Marilyn
1: Manson on Instagram. Hmm. And when people say that, it's like, well, why can't you just tell us that you didn't do the things that they accused you of?
0: Well, that's why this seemed that the timing of all of this is meant to put a questionable spotlight on Evan Rachel Woods' documentary that's going to be released. He wants to plant a seed of doubt. Yeah. In the public narrative that Evan Rachel Wood has, that we know about what's going on, so that it's going to change the way that we look at this, and yeah, same Bradley, agree. It's just, oh, I do. Yeah, not it's like hard that. to know,
1: and yeah. we'll see what the lawsuit, whether it has merit or not, and then ultimately we'll be able to watch the documentary if it's not, you know, stopped uh, and make our own judgments. But clearly, it's complicated, it's dark, and it's it's pretty heavy. But. The good news is when we come back, we've got some stories for you that are going to probably make you laugh at other people's expense. We call them crazy stupid idiots right here on My Talk 1071. Thank you for that weather update, Brian, and welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer, Holly Roberts, and Brian, and now we're going to make fun of some crazy stupid
0: idiots.
1: Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy stupid idiot. <laughs>
0: What's going on in Arizona, Hoss? Could it be the Florida of the desert? Could we call Arizona the, the Florida, Florida of the, the desert?
1: desert? Sure, I mean, why not? Yeah. Okay. If there's a crazy, stupid idiot there, it's the Florida of something.
0: Yes. Uh, we're going to Tempe, Arizona, and we're going oh, to... Oh,
1: Holly, if what? you go there, the people will correct you. And I know this because I went there for work.
0: Please, I would like to be corrected. Tempe. 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 You say Tempe. Tempe. Well we're going you'd to think
1: it would be Tempe or Tempe. Right. It's tempe. tempe.
0: Tempe. Anyway. Well, wow, that was great. You're we welcome. all learned something. <laughs> tempe, Arizona. We're going to Arizona State University notorious party school
1: yes i've heard
0: arizona state well we've got to talk to logan who's a student at arizona state university and uh, he's originally from santa barbara california and uh, he lives in a dorm on the campus of asu okay well there there is some ruckus some commotion some drama that happened in logan's dorm and That caused an evacuation of the fifth floor of the hall. Now, you have to be like, okay, well, what's going on here? Logan lives in the dorm. There was an evacuation in the dorm. Okay. Well, what do the two have in common?
1: Yeah, what's going on?
0: Well, it's because of what Logan did that caused the evacuation of the dorm on the campus of Uh, ASU. Did he, like,
1: pull a fire alarm or something?
0: No. Would you like to take another guess?
1: i don't know brian you got any ideas over there uh i was gonna say he burnt some popcorn mm, and let that off, uh, yeah, a
0: something. yeah i mean you left that. a
1: pizza <laughs> in the oven yeah, yeah. fell sleep
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah remember when your uh, roommate left the easy mac in the microwave Oof. underneath the bed and then they didn't get it for three weeks i'm like, no. Ooh. No, that didn't happen either. Okay. No, Logan decided to take up a hobby, and that hobby was making explosives in his dorm room.
1: What? Oh. Yeah. How so- do you make explosives in your dorm?
0: I don't know, Bradley, but Logan does, and it got him into some trouble, and officers had to evacuate the entire fifth floor of his dorm, and they took him into custody. He was arrested because the officers found two explosive devices in his dorm room.
1: So this kid has some talent, and it needs to be directed in a different way.
0: Yeah, but here's the thing, Brad. Don't harsh on Logan, okay? Don't take down his vibe because he told officers look dudes you found two explosive devices in my dorm okay yeah but i have no ill intentions he said quote he made the devices for entertainment purposes only Dude,
1: um find a new hobby yeah <laughs> I mean, come on there are easier ways to have entertainment in your life yeah, and you go to asu it. like <laughs> come
0: on but see Brian, it was because he wanted to add to the enhancement of the party experience, entertainment. I'm going to make some explosives. Unfortunately for him, for Logan, the police were like, sorry, dude, you're getting arrested. You're charged with two counts of prohibited weapons. But by no.
1: Yeah, no, rightly so. And I'm glad they uh, found them because God only knows. Like, even if he, you know, these were in the entertainment purposes. Like, w- what's the entertainment involved? Is it involved it happening in the building? Because I think some <laughs> other people might be concerned with bombs going off in the building for entertainment purposes. Or oh, even my. bringing like a bomb to a party or something. Like, hey, like, yeah, look you know, what like, I made, yeah. you guys. No! <laughs> no! Run! Wrong! <laughs> what? Oh, my God. No. Yeah. All right. Um, so he 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 shan't be completing this semester i imagine
0: you know bradley i feel like perhaps his... or he's
1: enrolled in like the you know rocket program at uh i don't know nasa or something i mean uh,
0: like at caltech they're right? like oh wow you can build explosive computers with us.
1: i mean i feel like again he's got some talent he just needs to know how to apply himself in a way that's not illegal
0: yeah, I don't know Logan's uh, student status at Arizona State University, but somehow I feel like he might be ex- uh, expelled.
1: Yeah. Also, if if bombs are like your entertainment, I mean, yeah. I'm glad we found out now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where are we going next? All right, let's go from Arizona. To New Mexico! Bring to her, actually. Nice! I would not call New Mexico the uh, Florida of the desert. In fact, I, I think uh, Arizona can hold on to that. But I do want to take us to New Mexico, and I do want to introduce you to a woman named Christina Blair. She is 33 years young, and she began yelling obscenities and honking her horn at Gabriel Chavez as their vehicles traveled together on an Albuquerque road. Oh, Mm-hmm. Now, it's the man or the, 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 it's, it was the thing that upset her. It was something that upset her, rather, that earned this story crazy, stupid, its status. What caused 33 year old Christina Blair to begin yelling obscenities and honking her horn at another guy on the road? Mm.
0: Chris, I'm going to take a guess.
1: Okay.
0: Christina thought, that the driver was Bugs Bunny <laughs> and wanted to alert them that while in Albuquerque, they needed to turn left. And so it was honk, honk, turn left, honey.
1: Nice Looney Tunes <laughs> reference, Hal's. But no! Oh. Brian, you have any ideas what made Christina Blair very unhappy? I don't know, uh, maybe just a simple cutoff, you know, cutting drivers off or something? No, there was nothing simple. Well, actually, it was pretty simple, but not about their road habits. In fact, Christina Blair, 33 years old, began yelling obscenities and honking her horn at Gabriel Chavez as the Paris vehicles traveled on an Albuquerque road. She specifically was angered by a bumper sticker on his car. You're never going to guess, so I'm just going to tell you. Can I guess so? Oh, sure.
0: Honk if you're horny.
1: Honk if you're horny. No. Is it boobies make me smile? Boobies make me smile. No. You're all thinking like ways where like if I were a woman and I saw that bumper sticker, I would be offended and rightfully so. You probably wouldn't honk your horn and yell obscenities. Maybe you would. It's fine. But no. In fact, the bumper sticker in question said vaccinated. Okay. That's it yeah okay had a picture of a check mark and yeah. a band-aid and the word vaccinated
0: uh-huh and that is why she was yelling obscenities at this car
1: but wait there's more Oh good then is it? Is it? <sighs> She proceeded to follow him to an intersection while at a red light she threw something at his vehicle. And then, um, you know, Mr. Chavez obviously was afraid that things were going to escalate. So he drove away from the situation. But she then or he rather accidentally backed into her car, prompting him to pull into the parking lot of a nearby Walgreens. Mm -mm. And an extremely irate Blair cops say retrieved a handgun. Oh, there it is. And racked her weapon. (sighs) (laughs) All for a bumper sticker. Ma'am, I think you need to take a moment and just think about your choices in
0: life. I hope that authorities caught up with her Yeah, uh, and did something about this.
1: Now, he got video of this, and because the video got the license plate numbers, uh, officers were able to track her to her Albuquerque residence. And then she was read her rights, and uh, she was like... Um, oh, she actually owned that she honked her horn at him after spotting his vaccinated bumper sticker and later threw an empty water bottle at his car. Uh, but she was arrested.
0: Okay, bye-bye now.
1: Bye. Bye! Bye! Okay, where are we going next?
0: Oh, Bradley, we are going global. We are...
1: Going global, like the whole world?
0: Yeah, basically the whole world, okay. because the, we we just... This... I cannot name a specific crazy, stupid idiot in this story, but this is just a general public service announcement, CSI style. Now, I want to give props to social media manager, Hannah, to alerting us of this story, and this is about people. People harassing Girl Scouts. What? Who Who harasses
1: Girl Scouts?
0: People on the internet. Why? Because they're selling cookies with ingredients that they are not fans of. They're harassing Girl Scouts, who, by the way, are ages 5 to 16 years old, selling Girl Scouts right now, tis the season, working on their entrepreneurial skills, working on teamwork, cooperation, salesmanship, community, etc. But apparently, according to some parents, Girl Scouts have been subject to a litany of grievances from customers because they have poor nutritional content the cookies aren't good for people the cookies have ingredients okay so
1: people are health shaming yes uh or i should say like junk food shaming the the girl scouts
0: people are junk food shaming the girl scouts who
1: does this
0: people on the internet
1: why because that noise
0: that was on my computer. Okay.
1: Oh it sounded like somebody was <laughs> going to the bathroom or pouring a Diet Coke. So <laughs> I'm glad you figured it out because uh, I didn't know where we were going.
0: No, we're not going anywhere near the bathroom, although I can flush this story straight down the toilet. Look, leave the Girl Scouts alone. They're selling cookies. Yeah, if you don't they're want the cookies called
1: coo- cookies, they're Thank not you. healthy.
0: Yeah, cookies don't they're, well, not, they're not, not healthy. Well, they're
1: not healthy. What right it's up to you to determine whether it's healthy or not, yes. you know, based on y- your own issues. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Just leave them alone, and if you don't want to buy a Girl Scout cookie, don't do it. Don't buy it. It's fine, but don't shame them for selling the cookies. Yeah, stop. Stop it. Stop it. Just
1: buy some carrots or something. Yes. Find an alternative. And stay offline. (laughs) Stay stay offline. (laughs) Eat your carrots, stay offline, and get a life. Oh, my God. People are dumb. Woof. All right. Thank you for those crazy, stupid idiots. And when we come back, I think we have a very special treat. Rocco has come up with a throwback live, Holly, that you and I are going to play, right?
0: Yeah, I rarely get to play the throwback live. Oh my live. God,
1: I don't know. Have you ever done this?
0: Maybe once or twice.
1: All right, well, we'll see what happens when we come back right here on My Talk one oh seven one.